Chapter forty two of the Social War of nineteen hundred or the Conspirators and Lovers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Meg Turasek. The Social War of nineteen hundred or the Conspirators and Lovers by Simon Landis. Chapter forty two. Dr. Juno's scathing sermon continued. The state, as now conducted, is an institution where cunning men mislead and make drunk with rum and flowery, meaningless logic the masses of the voters, who are esteemed by the wily scoundrels good fellows when voting is to be done to elevate them to positions which they yearn to usurp that they may rob the children of earth of lucre and of their inalienable religious or natural liberties an institution that places haughty cutthroats and wholesale thieves into the offices of trust of the government who love filthy lucre moses seat the uppermost seats at feasts and prejudice more than god nature man or jesus christ an institution that can place a judge sanctiblower on the judicial bench, whose prejudice and malice far excel his virtue and wisdom, and who can be pompous and elated over those who honestly and by hard labor earn the money which he steals unmeritoriously from the coffers of the state treasury. An institution that bribes its legislators to enact laws to suit the pharisees and wholesale thieves that they may continue to control the filthy lucre and domineer and enslave the innocent poor and confiding an institution that drives thousands into the broad road that leads to hell impoverishes the millions at the glory of the few drives many thereby to commit crime who are compelled to steal or starve, and builds prisons, penitentiaries, insane asylums, and poorhouses, for which the poor are taxed to pay for the erection and sustenance of these hellholes, into which they are cast for acts and conditions over which they had no control, and there to ache out a more miserable existence whilst the popular cutthroats and wholesale thieves revel in wealth and power an institution that spurns those whom the beloved jesus came to heal and save and in the government of which institution christ himself should he return to earth could not get a voice or position unless he would denounce all his former teachings and turn scribe pharisee hypocrite and robber of men's rights to live breathe feel think and act as nature and nature's god demand an institution that is founded upon error and improved by the votes of the drunken rabble who will sell their birthright for a mess of pottage or a drink of rum an institution that sustains its paramour the sectarian church as long as the latter plays into the former's coffers 
and breeds enough dupes to fill the field of state with deteriorated voters that the majority may rule although christ says narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it whilst wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many there be who go in thereat therefore gainsay my doctrines if you dare by scanning the subject from any standpoint again i assert and defy contradiction by theory or practice that a republican government that divides church and state and permits the pharisees willful and ignorant sinners to rule it is a perfect failure as an example look at our own american republic is it not the meanest monarchy filthy lucre monarchy and most thieving and profligate tyranny on the globe certainly it is not a government of an eden nor paradise where clear-headed clean-blooded and graceful people govern themselves and one another according to the injunctions of christ god or nature however i cannot ask the sectarian and political people to jump from their antichrist anti-natural drunken money-grabbing and hoarding condition into a state of eden gladness because to ask this would be throwing pearls before swine and they would trample them under foot and turn around and rend me as the bloody conspirators have already tried their best to do but i shall propose as the first and foremost thing to be done to bring about the day of the millennium is to so change the constitution of our government as to make it a crime for any person to own more than ten thousand dollars that the nation shall have a treasury into which all monies over and above ten thousand dollars of each owner shall be placed without interest but that for all sums of lucre that any person shall put into the treasury he or she shall receive a deed for such amount or amounts and if he or she should at any time have an increase of family or be unfortunate in life he or she or his or her heirs may draw out again the principal of all that he or she has placed into the treasury the treasury shall provide necessary labor for each man and woman who is not able to take care of himself or herself that no one shall fail to do his or her share of work who is not independent and idling and vagrancy shall be punished by incarceration in the physiological institution where farming and all the necessary trades shall be carried on on healthful principles after the machine of a christ-like government will be carried on in this way for one or two centuries the holy ghost will find such an abundant room in the temples of god that filthy lucre and an artificial or political constitution will be considered entirely obsolete and the millennium will be established when love to god and man will constitute the only constitution 
which each person will carry within this palace of the soul. Thus, diseases, crime, avarice, penury, and all the multitudinous ills and vices of human nature would vanish. When pedophagers, quacks, in their healing art, lawmakers, judges, hireling ministers, misers, wholesale thieves, tyrants, blind leaders of the blind, and bloody conspirators would be the very ones who should fill the cells of the prisons, houses of correction, etc., which they now erect and fill with those whom they manufacture by their pharisaical charlatanism. These governors of church and state make men traps, and then generate victims to fill them. Therefore, they do nothing to prevent disease and crime, but they are experts at punishing those who were bred, born, circumstanced, and in every way hewn out for criminals, congenital criminals. Thus the sectarian ministers have employment to pray for them, the drug doctors a lucrative trade to dose and drug them to make a business, the lawyers and legislators, seeing the fallacy of their leaders, or fathers in professions, make an excellent living at grab game, by framing laws, and enforcing them or not, as it best suits their pockets and feelings. Good people, awake to a sense of duty, and shuffle off these miserable bloodsuckers in your antichrist and anti-natural church and state. Look through nature up to nature's God, and learn to know that virtue is nothing but voluntary obedience to truth. End of chapter 42 Recording by Meg Turasek